Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. I'm Eric. I'm Jeremy. And tonight we're going to talk about all things and we're going to fundamentally interconnect them. I'm so excited for this, I can hardly contain myself. You're doing a little excited dance over there, I see that. I am. Folks, if you can see this, it's amazing. It's, a, it's a very still dance, but it's, it's a dance. It's inside your head. <laughs> Whee! I'm using my inside dance. Man with throwing star stops fight. How about that one? Okay, man, okay. man with throwing star <laughs> stops so, fight. Apparently in Salt Lake City, uh, police are looking for of a homeless course. man. Um, the authorities were called at 2 a.m. on Sunday to an apartment complex where a couple was arguing. And the fight moved out into the parking lot. And the husband started choking the wife. Wow. And um, When did we get to the throwing star part? Well, here's the thing. A transient who's known by the name of Strange... Oh, Got involved in the dispute and, the inter- and injured the man in the neck with a throwing star. Hmm. So is Strange one of these newfangled um, superhero guys? Maybe he is a superhero guy. Or, or like the the new, I mean, ever, you know, they say that, uh, let me back up a second. Yeah, you're, <laughs> I'm you're, all over the place. You were doing your happy dance on the, in, on the inside there, your, your happy word dance. Let me pay attention to one thing at a time. There's um, a big dog sniffing around your happy dance there. For quite a while, I would uh, def- not defend. I would um, argue the case that uh, TV causes violence or uh, you'd argue games. for it. I would argue against it. I would say no, 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 no. It, it, that that stuff is already there, and, and actually, I, th- I still kind of believe that. But I mean, lately, the thing that's really popular in the cinemas, of course, is superhero movies, right? Mm-hmm. X Men, Avengers, Batman, etc. And more and more, you start hearing these stories of people in various countries um, wearing capes and underwear, a, yeah, donning a suit and maybe grabbing a nightstick and being like the Watchman. And uh, there was an article somewhere, the Night Watchman. Yeah, sure, anything. There was a guy in Australia, I think. Yeah, but he just got arrested for being a peeping tom as well. Who? The Night Watchman. Uh, <laughs> who? Uh, he would dress up as Batman, but he was a slightly portly man. So there's some video of like Batman a, of a slightly portly man <laughs> trying to help out the citizens of Australia. So I don't know. Who but the yeah. hell are you? So I'm Fat Man. Don't don't fear. So I mean, I gotta go back on that and say that I think that TV and mass or popular media maybe uh, definitely does influence the things that w- we're probably already there. Yeah. This guy probably always yeah. wanted to be like, a, oh, I'm going to get the girl and mm-hmm. be a superhero. And seven superhero movies later, he's like, why the heck not? Everybody likes superheroes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a superhero. Now, I, there, uh, it's interesting because I did have this conversation with somebody else. It might even have been you. Um, but I think there is a percentage of the population that would be crazy like that no matter what. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I would almost argue against... The idea that it's causing it, but it's influencing it in terms of what those, how those people exhibit their crazy tendencies. Like they dress up as Batman or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't directly relate the 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 act of that guy doing it to the movies because he would have done it probably, but he would have dressed up as Toad Man or something, <laughs> you know, or like Leopard Man or Lion Man or. I. Because I think you know, 150, 200 years ago, I bet the newspapers were not chock full, but. The first time, you know, somebody would go and visit a zoo and see a lion, you know, from from this country, they'd be, oh, my God, the lion is a powerful beast. And all of a sudden, you know, kids were dressing up as lions and like or look at the cowboys and Indians. thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, kids were constantly playing cowboys and Indians. There and there were something probably really kids that grew up and like kind of went a little bit crazy and thought they were real life cowboys, cowboys and went around Indians. shooting the bag. Yeah. You know, well, maybe. Yeah, sure. I could see that. They all became John Wayne, and then they became actors and made a lot of money. So they all became police officers and started roughing up the uh, uh, minorities. Oh, I have a I have a police officer story. Oh, okay, right. Are we done talking about that? Sure. Um, oh, this is a funny one, but I'm not going to read it yet. Oh, here we go. Um, uh, Madison police officer was suspended. This isn't like this is from a bridge, from a tall <laughs> building, <laughs> from his suspenders. Uh, he uh. he jumped uh, from a suspension bridge. Yes, he was he was trying to jump down a curb and got caught on a light. Um, Rudy Rudy Natera. Maybe we shouldn't be using names, but this is a Madison cop. I it's guess. in the paper. It's public domain at this point. 
Uh, a Madison police officer, he violated policy twice in January. He was suspended for 30 days without pay. Um, apparently, an internal investigation found that on January 19th, after being contacted by a citizen um, who asked that Officer Natera remove his squad car from a private lot to facilitate plowing and business access, the officer threatened the citizen with arrest. So you can imagine the situation. You know, uh, the officer probably just got a nice fresh cup of coffee. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Box of crispy clean. Yeah, and <laughs> he was sitting there, like, just perusing the uh, the want ads for sure. whatever, you know, donut makers or whatever. Well, part-time guns. security jobs. Yeah, guns probably. Guns, and yeah, sure. he was checking out the new NRA. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe he was signing up for a, a conceal and carry <laughs> permit. Looking at the Batman website and saying, one day. Someday. I'm gonna be Batman. He was designing his utility belt. That's that's exactly. He's what was ordering that. a custom. Dis- He's like, I'm gonna call myself Strange and carry throwing stars. <laughs> <laughs> so he's sitting there in his ca- in his squad car and in this private lot, and apparently the guy comes up with his, with his truck and he's like, oh, I got to plow here, and you know it's my business. Can you? And so the guy jumps on, threatens to threatens to arrest him on the ground. <laughs> um, Let me see your plow permit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cop. I can do anything I want. <laughs> You talking about? Don't make me get all strange on your head. <laughs> I got throwing stars. So yeah. there, w- there was another. There was a, this guy has apparently has some has some issues with authority. Because um, on January seventeenth, a uh, 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 paltry ten days later, he had contact with another citizen regarding a disabled parking citation. Is this the cop? Yeah, the same cop. Okay. Um. There was oh, uh, he. he discovered that the citizen did not have a valid driver's license and issued a traffic citation for driving after suspension, but the report that he filed didn't contain any documentation of the citation, and that uh, violated some department things. And, yeah, oh, he's been, oh, my God, and then it says he's been previously disciplined for violating this policy in the past. So this guy, this is a troublemaker cop right here. Bad cop, no yeah. donut. No, yeah, exactly. That mm. sums it up right there. <laughs> Let's go back to the throwing stars real quick. Oh right, right well, on. Sorry. What was the no? What was the? Uh, he said there was a husband that was choking a wife, and that's when Strange came out with his throwing stars. Did he? Yeah. Like apparently, what happened there was a there was a dis- domestic dispute, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. husband and wife fighting a fight in the house. It and you can imagine how a fight like this would go. Maybe maybe the guy would mm-hmm. like walk out, or she would say, "Get out!" and get out. and somehow the thing tumbled out down the stairs. You know, you can imagine these low income th- yeah, places, sure, whatever. Sure. And it's out in the parking lot, and all of a sudden he gets really mad, and he starts doing the. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. Why you little? <laughs> and she's like, oh! and so this this homeless guy who's probably just hanging out, you know, uh-huh. playing sharpening his stars or whatever <laughs> homeless guys do. Star. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe ordering his utility belt on his iPhone. Sure, because now they issue iPhones to homeless people. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Well, <clears throat> uh sees what's going on. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna do something about this. And he probably had, yeah, he had a throwing star on his person, and he went over and stabbed the guy in the neck. So when you were a kid, was the whole ninja thing a popular thing? No, I was before that. You were bef- no, you were after that. Before that, you were before that. Yeah, yeah. I was before that. So yeah. like when I was a kid, after. You well, were no, ninjas kid. are still popular. Ninja versus uh, Godzilla or something. There's always. I mean, yeah. Erica is like huge into ninjas. Oh my oh. god, the ninjas! I mean, isn't that the name of her her uh, football her, team her, or something? Her, yeah. Her, um, ultimate frisbee. frisbee yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess maybe they became popularized about the time that I was becoming, or I was a child, something like that. Um, yeah, I had never heard of a ninja. I did not know what they were until really, then. yeah, until Bruce Lee, the best game ever for the Commodore sixty four. Thank well, you very much. So that had been and like the Green Yamos. That had been like seventies, right? I mean, Bruce Lee, seventy one, seventy two. Oh God, no, that wasn't seventies. That was sixties. No, that was eighties, no. man. Yeah. Late seventies. No, I was born in seventy. Yeah. That the Commodore sixty four didn't even come out until eighty four. Well, yeah, but so when, the, when Bruce Lee couldn't have come out until eighty four, eighties, mid eighties. Because his game didn't come out until eighty four. Yeah. Oh, so you're talking the popularity of Ninja? Yeah, the I mean, rise the movies, of the popularity of the, Ninjas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enter the Dragon and all that sort of stuff. Well, I'm sure martial arts. Had, I mean, Ninjas have been around for thousands of years, yeah. just like Samurais. But I think it just started catching on in popularity and. Again, what what's your definition? I mean, when it really permeates popular culture, or when a few enclaves of super cool people start getting into it. What what's your point? If I had heard about it, it was when it 
completely permeated the entire. Right, because like, we were kids and we like, weren't on all the, the cool on the cusp. people. Yeah. were already like ninjas. Ninjas yeah. are dumb. I, I was into ninjas three years ago. Now I'm into um, strange <laughs> characters. <laughs> My only point is, uh, I really liked ninjas when I was a kid, and I wanted throwing stars, and I had um, magazines. Uh, I don't even know what magazines they were, but they in in there they had like various designs, throwing stars, and. Uh, nunchucks and and swords and you know send away for your free kung fu uh guidebook yeah how to, yeah, how to be a ninja how to be a ninja in 21 days or something like that or half your money back so that's cool i wonder how did it say how old strange was uh no i don't think so hmm. um i think we need more homeless people kind of sticking up for the rights oh of yeah people that vigilantes are vigilante homeless you could just people. call them the vigilantes in, in fact Maybe we should uh, put forth a, a measure in Congress to rename homeless people to, vigilante. to vigilantes. Hmm. That would that would b- make a huge impact on on, <laughs> yeah. on how they were viewed. I think it would certainly. Oh, give he's him, a vigilante. It would certainly what? give him something to do. What yeah. do you What do you mean I'm a vigilante? There's I I I spent uh, an hour with a homeless guy today. Was he a vigilante? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he, he does not take any crap from anybody, and he goes and gets done what he has to go and get done. Does he take the law into his own hands? I'm sure he has numerous times, yes. Uh, it would not surprise me one bit okay. if he hadn't. Fair enough. Uh-huh. I'm sure he's bounced in and out of jail. He's, well, he's not homeless. He has a car. He, no, he doesn't have a car anymore. He's got a, he's got a pretty fancy bike, though. I, there's a plenty of people, I think, that have cars that live in their Yeah, cars he did for a while. He, yeah, he, lived yeah. In a, he lived in his car for a while. But hmm. And he, he does a lot of work for, for some shady... Um, Real estate guys that, that own a bunch of buildings that cater to like you know low income crack foxes or whatever. And um, it's a crack fox. I just look it up. I don't know. It's <laughs> something I made up. Crack fox. No, it's a it's a it's a mighty boost re- boosh 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 mighty boosh reference. Okay. The crack fox. What's a crack fox? I it's just a fox that's on crack. I don't know. Like a foxy lady. No, no, no. Like a like a country boy that that's oh. that like wound up in the big city and got addicted to crack and um so anyways okay so there's these you know uh, like low-income people and and they're kicked out all the time because they don't pay the rent blah blah blah. they get thrown in jail so he kind of works for this guy to clean out their apartments and stuff and mm. he gets you know he gets the spoils of war sometimes i mean he, sure. he came in one day he was all excited i actually borrowed him like a 100 bucks one time and uh he came back like uh, a couple months later and he showed up and he's like Here, he plucked down like 150 bucks on the counter i'm like what's this he's like oh it's the money I owe you with interest. Wow. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, what, what, did, what did you do? Knock off a bank? You know, <laughs> uh, he's like, nope. I was cleaning out an apartment and stuffed in the mattress was like $2,000 in cash. <laughs> so I was like, sweet. <laughs> wow. You know, so somebody that was probably a, it was probably a drug dealer or something and had a bunch of money stuffed in his mattress and then they maybe hauled him away or whatever. And there you go. Or he moved out and he forgot about it, you know, because he probably stuck it there on a, on a crack binge or something. I don't know. So there you go, homeless people. If you yeah. want uh, a way out of the uh, the homelessness, the cycle, get a car. Get a car. <laughs> <laughs> get a star. Get a star. Get a, be get a, a vigilante. Nin- get a ninja star. Be become a vigilante and clean out apartments. Yeah, right on. Well, yeah, they they could like do a, give them a little training and um, uh, you know, have them have them keep an eye out for things. You could have them like they could be the neighborhood watch people. I don't know. <coughs> <laughs> what do you do with homeless people? I don't know. A lot of, you know what, though? Like 70% of them, I, an article I read one time said that 70% of the homeless people are mentally ill, and they actually kind of choose to be homeless because they cannot deal with the pressure of, of a normal life. So right. they actually, it's easier for them to, it, they're either in jail right. because then they don't have to worry about anything, and they are too anxious, and they can't deal with, with that kind of reality, and so it's all taken care of for them. Or... They're just like, screw it. I just, I, you know, the earth is my home, you know. And a lot of them are actually very intelligent. I'm, I'm, I, don't, I didn't say that they weren't. Yeah. You don't, look, I, I, I know plenty of dumb people who are very successful. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, I think the opposite is just uh, just as true. Plenty of smart people out there like, meh, give me a can of beans. I'm fine. Right on. Here's We're not going to talk about George Bush, though, are we? Here's my my park bench. No, what 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 else you got in that uh, uh envelope there? Uh wow, we're we're burning through them here. Um so I just pick one at random here. Oh yeah. Oh, here we go. <coughs> oh, some more. These are like it seems like a theme here. It's all like um 
cops and 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 law lawful abiding citizens being cited for things. Um, this this is a uh, Doyle's town, Pennsylvania. PA is Pennsylvania. Yes. Which actually, uh, I just read that they that a judge out there in Pennsylvania. I think it's Pennsylvania. Is there another big state that starts with P? Urinville. <laughs> I was gonna say Philadelphia, but that doesn't work. That's a, that's a city. Yeah, I that's think. a city. Pensacola. That's a Florida. Uh, no, I think it's Pennsylvania. Pandemonium. PA. Pennsylvania. Um, a judge upheld the um the voter suppression, basically the voter suppression bill that, mm-hmm. that the Republicans put out there. That's and it, it like it didn't it cut right to the chase. And it, I this there was a pretty liberal newspaper, or not liberal, but like it was a was Wisconsin State Journal. I don't know how they lie, but I think it was in an editorial, and they talked about how. This law is just going to completely wipe off all the old people and the black people and the and the low income people and and even and then I saw an article. There was a picture of this woman. Oh no, this was on Facebook. Somebody posted this thing. A ninety-six-year-old woman who was denied a voter ID because she's old. Bec- for whatever reason, for whatever reason, but she has never missed a presidential election in her life, and she even voted on the Jim Crow laws. Remember, Jim, have you ever heard of those? You know what those were? That was like the segregation the, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, so she even voted on those, which is basically what these are, is like to, just to like knock those people off the polls to, to sway the outcome of the election. And here they deny, I mean, it's like she's like the poster child now of this of this movement. It's like, this, this law is ridiculous. But in Pennsylvania... Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, huh? uh, this uh, judge upheld... The Republican. Oh, and then uh, the Doonesbury cartoon in the back of the Isthmus this week was mm-hmm. um, they actually uh, the guy interviewed Jim Crow, Jimmy, okay. Jimmy Crow. And they were talking and he the, the numbers he brought. I don't know how factual it is, but I have a feeling that Doonesbury does some research and like yeah, uses I think it's based in some level of fact there. So there was a there was a, some research done. I don't know, nonpartisan group, I'm sure. But out of 300 million votes cast in the last what 50 elections i don't know what it was but uh 86 documented cases of voter fraud i know that and less than half of those were even had anything to do with identification it was it was different kinds the the level of voter fraud is so infinitesimal hopefully that's a word that means little yeah that it does not warrant the amount the the Sweeping broad sweeping, measures well, that the, this law not even that yeah. that of obviously I mean that's that's the end result of what I'm getting at but the money and the uh, persuasion and the conversation that surrounds it well sure it does actually well I mean obviously it's because a, it's, it's a the means outcome to an end, yes but but still that I it's just amazing to me that people will come out and be like yeah we need to make sure that people aren't cheating and and. and we need to make sure that one person, one vote, et cetera. It's, it's called like the bait and switch, yeah. I it's, know, yeah, it's yeah. like you're bu- you're buying a false bill of goods here. I mean, it, it again, I don't think uh, people are that stupid. I think they realize that it's kind of a bait and switch, but they like the outcome of it. So it's like, okay, it's kind of yeah. like if you find a fifty dollar bill, you're like, well, you know, it might have that guy might have dropped it. I'll just yeah, whoops, you know. But so of course, we've talked about that, and you wouldn't do that. It's the talking but point. Yes, it's the fact that I can just I have a my argument has been prepackaged for me, mm-hmm. and I can even I can though you know that it's justify. for another purpose, you use it. You you kind of justify sure. fooling, you know, by by oh but, oh no oh, no I meant it some for, other way. Yeah, this is for voter fraud. We can't have voter fraud. We yeah. need clean elections. Yeah, I I, I understand. Kind of like oh I need I need guns to protect myself. Well, from who? From the bad guys. From bad from strange, people. yeah. Strange might come get me. I need more guns. I need to carry a concealed gun at the library just in case uh, the librarian goes crazy and shoots me, and I'll be able to protect them. Or if those crazy guys at the movie theater, I, I'm there. I can protect them. I need to protect my children from... Yeah. Okay, so anyways, another thing about Pennsylvania. I've never been there, so I really shouldn't be ripping on them. Sorry, any Pennsylvanians, but... Hershey is from Pennsylvania. Oh, it is, isn't it? Oh, this is actually... T- okay, so um, two teens in suburban Philadelphia were cited for doodling on the street with chalk. Mm. Lousy kids. The, int- <laughs> the, the, uh, the Doylestown uh, newspaper reported Friday that 18-year-old Connor Logan and 17-year-old friend drew a whale and sea turtles in a parking lot. Oh, my God. It's pornographic. Yes. Oh, 
the police chief said uh, the drawings are an attempt at vandalism. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's vandalism at a young age. It's a gateway. <laughs> Whales? Uh, pretty soon he's going to be drawing seals. Well, uh, it's not the content. It's the medium. I mean, on day one, they're using chalk, but... Oh, and then it's spray paint. Spray paint, and then... Pretty uh, soon they're advertising executives, and then they're putting up big pictures of McDonald's french fries all over the place. No, Jeez. we don't need that. <laughs> so they were cited, huh? Yeah, apparently they were. I, it doesn't say if they were uh, thrown in jail or anything, but it's a it's a fairly small article. Well, they were kids. I mean, the drawings have uh, the the last sentence is the drawings have already been washed away oh by the rain. God, <laughs> but that's the evidence. Now what are they gonna do? I hope they took lots of pictures. Uh, you know, they were cited. So I whatever what it's C I T E D E D E D D E D. Cite, they were cited, like, like so that means that usually written. you get a ticket, right? Yeah, I think so. Wow, did you? Okay, this is another thing. I was reading an article earlier about the Madison bike cops. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I saw the headline. I didn't actually read the article. Yeah, well, I, it was on. fairly interesting. And there was there was uh, the guy followed him, and he was like there was one woman that was squatting behind the dumpster, and she was peeing, mm -hmm. and whoops, the flashlight goes on her. Whoops, come up, come to pants. Hundred and seventy-seven dollar ticket. Yeah, well, it's public exposure Good and God. public urination. $177. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's probably, whoops, it's probably two different tickets that she got. Well, okay, and then, so a little further on, there was a there was a kid that was uh, walking through a parking lot with a half a bottle of Corona. Mm -hmm. $307 ticket. Open intoxicant and 300 underage. No, he wasn't underage. It, was just a, it didn't say he was underage. Oh, so just open $300, though? I mean, you can go to the Packers Inn and get yourself, oh, darn, crap-faced, fall flat on your face outside and puke all over the sidewalk. Well, they'll probably give you a ticket for that. I but I think there's a ticket for puking. But just to be standing out on the street with a beer is like, no, $300 ticket. That's, I just, I don't know, some, some, just funny things. Funny things are afoot. <laughs> I, I mean, but let me ask you this. Have you ever thought that it was legal to walk around town with an open intoxicant? Well, I was, I was at the Mifflin Street block party, or if I'm well, at the but that's because they secured the permits. But I mean, if you're, I've just gone to parks. It's actually if we, if when we go and drink in parks, park, it's, it's no, I don't think so. It's not. I don't think so. Look it up. I do not believe that you are allowed to have open intoxicants in any public place. I don't know about that. Look it up. I think I would say even maybe even on that river trip, I would be. I it wouldn't surprise me that a couple years down the road, all of a sudden the cops are going to start cracking down on that stuff. Oh, uh, well, I don't. I don't know about that. I know that you can't walk down a sidewalk or on a street. Why? What the hell's the difference? I don't know, but I know. Why you can you I walk into? Why can you sit? Okay, so if I'm walking down the street, why can I sit in that little area and have a beer, but I can't walk from this to the next one with a beer in my hand? I don't know, but I know that. That's so I can drink sixteen beers and then go Eric, walking around in the street. I don't know why that <laughs> law <laughs> exists, but I know that it does exist. <laughs> well, I mean, can we can we at least agree upon that? Yes. There's a there's a stipulation that says if you put a, a rope up. Or a gate up, you can drink inside those confines, but you cannot move a beer from those confines. Why? I don't know. <laughs> that I don't know. I don't have. I don't have all the answers. It's all about the money. I don't know. I think it's all. It probably is in a roundabout way. All about the money. It's sure. probably about insurance. Yeah, that could be too. I mean, there's liabilities and stuff. So if you put them in this little confined area, then you're responsible for them. And if yep, you know, if they have a glass bottle that you served them and they break it and they cut somebody else, you know, blah 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 blah. Then, if you let that person walk from place to place to place with that same glass bottle, then the city's liable for any damage. You know, it's it's probably just a big insurance thing. Oh my God! And and I was actually thinking about that on the way over here, like insurance. Well, I, I was thinking about the the whole healthcare thing, and because I got this tooth that I should probably be taking care of, and it's like, I would just go. I would love to go into a dentist and say, "All right, here's five hundred bucks, fix my tooth." Okay, but they would laugh me out. To the street, you know, they'd be like, "Get the hell out of here! You, you ain't got any insurance. We, we're not even gonna look at you unless you fill out twenty six forms and you wait six months and then you come in, and you have a first exam, and then you come back and have another exam, and then we'll tell you what's wrong with you, and then we'll send you in a, pre a preliminary bill. We'll make sure that you'll be able to pay it. Then you can come in, and it's probably gonna be about six thousand dollars actually. So, you know what? Just don't even just just wait until you die, or you know, wait until it's really bad, and then go to the, the go to the the emergency room, and then they'll take care of you there, and then they'll send you a bill, and you'll be stuck for the rest of your life. And why is that? I mean, 100 years ago, you'd go to the dentist, and they'd be like, yeah, okay, I can do that. 
and they'd fix you up. Or a doctor, even 50, even 50 years ago, 30 years ago. Honestly, 30 years ago. It's probably more. You know, more it's all insurance. Though. Yeah. But, and it's because there's too many freaking lawyers. Oh, we need more lawyers. Be a lawyer. Make a lot of money. Make it, you know, suck the money out of everybody. Oh, anyways. <laughs> so, um, it, oh, it, here's another, here's another law story. It is all interconnected. It is. Here's another law story. Good Lord. You might have actually heard about this story. It's been oh, going right. on for quite a while. The verdict in the punk trial set for August 17th. Oh, that's actually, was that yesterday? No, that's, uh, today's the 15th. Oh, so this will be interesting. This is um, the, the, th- the, the punk band from, Ma- from Russia. Mm. You hear about them? Mm-mm. Three girls Mm-mm. that uh, dressed up in. Um, I, I actually had another article about this um, that I didn't that I didn't bring in. Um, the three women dressed up in like tutus and, and flowery outfits, and they went into a, uh, a a Catholic church, I think. Main cathedral, Moscow's main cathedral, and they did a little dance and they belted out a punk prayer. Uh, and and they called for an end to the Vladimir Putin's reign ra- oh. rule okay. because they didn't like him, and so they went to this cathedral and they dressed up in funny little costumes and they did a little song and dance for like a minute, like one minute. They were up there, you know. I don't know, there's a bunch of people there. Um, they were charged with hooliganism, navigated by religious hatred, and that carries a maximum sentence of seven years. And the judge, I guess, in the case was pushing for the maximum sentence. Hooliganism. Yeah. So. Three three women in a punk band dressed up and danced around in church and sang a little song, and they're going to get seven years in prison for it. Yeah, but they're from Russia. Well, that's like um, a whole different world. I did read more about this article, and like uh, musicians from all around the world heard about it, and they're writing like to well, totally. Well, sure. I mean, that's that's yeah. a that's a ridiculous uh, thing to have happen because that's obviously the antithesis of freedom. So of course that would that would rattle some cages. What do you think about that Belgian blonde? Ooh, it's very, it's, it's okay. very homebrewish. Tastes like my homebrew. It's got cervacemyces in it. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but <laughs> no, it tastes like it's got the uh, bacteria. You know, farmhouse ales—that's what these are called. It's okay. Yeah, it's nothing spectacular. It, it has it's. It almost tastes like the orange, orange peel, without coriander. It's got a little bit of like um, spotted cow, and a, and a lot. It's got a wheat. It's got a definite wheat. I mean, Belgian wits are different than wheats. Mm-hmm. So this is a Belgian wit. That's is what a Belgian is. Are you sure this? No. No, it says ale, but not all Belgians are wits. No, but it's Belgian style, which. It's a Belgian style ale, so it probably yeah, actually. You know what I think if it is? You look in this bottle; it's 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 transparent. Oh, it doesn't matter. That's just be- uh, that's the only reason. They're going to be a little. That's just because they didn't filter them. Yeah. So if they wouldn't have filtered this, it would it would have had something in it. I think it is. I think what it is. I think what gives it this flavor is is the uh, the the um, the yeast strain. Mm-hmm. It gives it kind of that banana, that weird fruity. Yeah, that sideways kind of like mm-hmm. like it covers it covers more. Um, ground mm-hmm. in terms of flavor than than just your you know hops or mm-hmm. you know bitter or, you know, or or whatever malt. This is this is kind of like yeah fruity like yeah yeah. Anyways, yeah. Well, that's uh, it's not too bad. I mean, it's not. There was a Belgian flipping fantastic, but <laughs> it was like a Belgian IPA, but that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Oh, I remember that. That was in the first tent. It was well, no, I've I I didn't have it at the beer fest, but I have had oh. it uh, at other places. Actually, I think it was a a brown Belgian IPA, and good and lord, was there a lot of baggage with that beer? You think so? I didn't like it. The one that I had, I mean, it's probably you you didn't have the same one I had. No, probably not. I but this, I I think I remember not thinking it was too bad. The thing, the one that I had was from Dogfish Head, and they don't come around here anymore. No, they weren't at the beer fest. No. You know what? Maybe actually, it's possible that that I looked at that one and then got something else yeah. because I I probably imagined in my mind that there would be a lot of baggage. <laughs> I was like, my God, I I, can Im- I imagine mashups, but that's that's pretty heavy. That's like but three, three or four songs mashed up together. But up bump mashup, <laughs> and then a lot of mashing going on. A lot of mashing, yes, Mash. mashers. 
Bangers and mash. I say. Wonderful, then. Good stuff, eh? Ah, Tip-top, cheerio. I say. Should we move on to the next one? Yes, sir. you got what, anything? What you got there in your bag? Oh, I don't have anything from a uh, different country. In your Perhaps. satchel? Oh, here's some old law business. Goodness gracious. Lots and lots of... Oh, here's a fun one. This is a fun one. Finally. This is, this is out of... This is out, oh, this is... um um. Andy Andy Griffith, this yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Mont Montpelier, Montpelier, Vermont. Montpelier, wasn't it? Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Montpelier, Mont Montpelier, Montpelier, Montpelier. Yeah, there's there are a lot of uh, I believe that's oceans. The, that's the capital, isn't it? I don't know, but this sounds very French. I'm pretty sure it's the capital. They're French, and there are French farmers, and they are oh, farming, yeah. and they get angry. They get very angry. Those farmers. They only get angry when they're uh, short on wine. Oh, yes, but when they do, a man on a big farm tractor, angry about his recent arrest for resisting arrest and marijuana possession, rolled his tractor across five unmarked cruisers and a, and a van, <laughs> wow. which constituted about half of their entire uh, uh, police car. <clears throat> I will stop with the accent. Angry Farmer. This is the. This is the. This is the. Uh, this is the new iPhone game, Angry Farmer. Angry. Fa <laughs> <laughs> See how many squad cars you can crush with your combine. Oh my gosh, Just that would totally take it with off. Your finger. It's the Angry <laughs> Farmer. Yeah, he'd go up. It'd be like that. Um, like that. That mini game in that in that racing game. You have to see how much power you're going to use so that you don't overshoot them. Yep, and then you can like choose this path or that path, and just when to hit it. And when there's like all the car powers lined up, if you get it just right, <laughs> angry farmer crushes cop cars. That's a that's a good idea, right there. <laughs> angry farmer working uh, working uh, in a stout. What the hell is that? Working in, in a stout former bank building. Oh, I see. Like a stout. Like I'm a stout man. Yeah. Uh, okay. So all right, I'm gonna paraphrase. Um, the sheriff deputies that were working that day didn't know what happened in their parking lot until a neighbor called 911. A man on a big farm tracker, angry about his recent arrest for resisting arrest in marijuana position, uh, rolled across their vehicles. Five marked cruisers, one unmarked car, and a van. With, with the vehicles crushed, we had nothing to pursue him with, <laughs> said Chief Deputy Philip Brooks. Um, so we chased him on foot. <laughs> hey! Apparently, the <laughs> Come police... Back! The... Uh, the Thursday's incident ended when a city police in neighboring Newport caught up with Roger Peon a uh, short distance away in his tractor. So, yeah, apparently the angry farmer there for <laughs> smoking weed and resisting arrest came back and got got the best of Wow, can you imagine crushing? I mean, it must have been like a combine or... No, not a combine. That's Have you ever seen... We were at the... Um, uh, the farm, whatever farm, the farm that we've been to a couple of times. The Cerveza farm? Yes. <laughs> no, what's it called? Just lots of beer <laughs> everywhere. Schuster's. Schuster's Playtime Farm. Yeah, I don't remember which farm it was, but they give little tours. They take you out, and they show you the cows and the fields and everything, and uh, they had the combine running. And, of course, I've seen combines parked, and they're huge vehicles with yeah. gigantic tires, and but I'd never actually seen one doing what it does in the well, field. It's got those big teeth in the front yeah, that cut it, the corn. It pulls the, well, it's the wheat. They were uh, okay. pulling up the wheat, so those things would pull the thing. The and chafe. And then, uh, I don't, Chaff. there's some mechanism in there that separates the wheat stalk from the rest of it and shoots it up into the hopper or whatever, and I've uh, never seen one run. And the coolest thing was... <laughs> I mean, as uh, the coolest thing on a farm that you could see as a city boy. You got somebody got their legs stuck in it. <laughs> somebody lost an eye. <laughs> Some wheat just came flying out of nowhere. Uh, my eye. So no, uh, he got he he his load was full. He was full, so he had to come around and he had to. They had all of these. Um, oh, the wagon tractor wagons. Well, they had the semi. Uh, oh, the big one. Yeah, the okay, semi trucks. Sure, yeah. It was like six semi trucks uh, lined up. With the top open, and he had to take his uh, combine over there and like dump his load into a semi. Uh, what's the point of that whole thing? Oh, um, so that was kind of cool to see that big combine. Combine running. wouldn't be able to drive over a cop car. That thing went no more than six miles an hour. Yeah, so there's no way that things get um, over uh, when he was when he was full of wheat and when he was chopping it. Yeah. But I'm sure he probably has a higher gear. I think we asked the farm lady, and she's like, "Yep, it's expensive vehicle. Doesn't go any more than six or seven or eight. Or I mean, she okay, but so out. what? I mean, that's probably even better. You well, let me back up a second. So, but, but I mean, um, when you think of like a farm, you think of uh, a tractor, and when you think of a tractor, 
most of us will think of uh, Green Acres, right? You're the, one of those the, big old rectangular jobs with the tiny little wheels and the big ones in the back. Yeah, but even smaller than that, the one that you're driving around bouncing doesn't have a cockpit and anything, and it's got the big wheels, but yeah, I mean not, in the not back. huge wheels. And the little right? wheels in the front. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they don't use those anymore. Now they use these gigantic ones with the cab and, you know, they're, they're 15 oh, feet up sure. off the they ground. Look like, they look like monster trucks. Well, they look like monster trucks. And those can Sometimes they even go, have double wheels. Right? Those can go 30, 40 miles an hour. So you get that thing going over, uh, sure, you could crush a bunch of squad cars. But my question would be, <laughs> <laughs> well, when we were talking to this farm lady, I mean, the, the whole thing about farming is to make enough money to pay for all of the money – you're going to borrow next year. Hang on a second. Don't, I know. We've talked about this. Don't get all piddly on me yet. Meh. But when we were Let's asking the questions about, like, you know, how much does the combine cost? How much does the, the uh, tractor cost? These things are hundreds of thousands oh, yeah. of dollars. Mm-hmm. And they only keep them for about three, four years. And what? They, they, they only keep them for about three, four years, and then they get a new one. They just keep cycling them through. I don't know why. There's probably a reason. It sounds wasteful, but. I, what happens to the old ones? I don't know. They sell them to cheaper farmers. Pot- uh, potentially. But let's not get mired up in details. This is just what she had explained to us. So I'm wondering, this farmer who got nicked with possession and resisting arrest, I mean, after running over all the squad cars, don't you think that did some damage to the to the tractor? Which is, I mean, basically everything he does throughout his entire day is to make sure that he can afford to run that tractor the next year. Yeah, but he probably didn't care. He was probably so pissed off. You know what? He was... I mean, okay, look at the f- plight of the farmers nowadays. Yeah. I mean, if you're a farmer, you're you're screwed. You're t- there was another article that I read about... Um, actually, no, it was a, somebody wrote in about um, the the idea of health care. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I guess Romney at some point <clears throat> said... I don't know if it was an off-the-cuff remark or whatever, but he was he was kind of referring to people that don't have health care, and he was trying to trying to veto the whole Obamacare, and he's, you know, running on the platform of, oh, as soon as I'm elected, I'm going to repeal the whole damn thing. Sure, of course. So, and, and he, at some point, I don't know, a reporter asked him a question or something, he said, um, well, you know, those people that don't have health care, just tell them to get a job and get health care. Mm-hmm. And this woman wrote in, she's like, you know, uh, what about what about farmers? What about uh, writers? What about authors and, and, and artists and musicians? I mean, what kind of a world would we live in if 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 there would have been no... You know what, what? What was her particular thing? Walden. You know Henry David Thoreau. If he had never written that, because he worked in a pencil factory. Right. Right. You know, and oh, we would have had a couple of nice pencils in the world, and they would have been ground down to a nub uh, by an accountant. Yeah. But we would yeah. not have had this this wonderful literature that probably changed an entire generation and, and gave us beauty and joy for, for years and still to this day, you know. Yeah, if we all had to work on the seventh floor punching paper and passing it left yeah. and right. And, and that's pretty much what Romney is saying. Is, nope, nope, they can just get a job that uh, provides health care. That's, you know? yeah, that's just a populist mentality, though, these days, which has been drummed up from a unpopulist view. Does that make any sense? Not really. Um a very small fraction of our population has beaten this drum into a lot of people who have taken the bait and who have moved on forward with that saying, yeah, 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 just get a job. I have a job. I got two jobs. My wife's got a job. We barely make ends meet. But mm-hmm. I got insurance. Why don't these people get out there and get a job? I mean, so, but I mean, there's, there's two different reasons that people do this. There's the small population that's that's starting, that's fueling these fires. But those are the people that are working in these buildings that want to make more money. They're the insurance companies, the investors, and those types of people. And then there's the people who are just like work a lot. and Don't make a lot of money. They don't make a lot of money, but they work a lot. They do have their insurance. They get home. They turn on the news, and they're like, I want to go on vacation. I haven't been on vacation in five years. And then there's something on the news about, oh, yeah, the welfare benefits are yeah, up yeah. and Obamacare is getting passed for all Taxes these people that don't have, don't have, yeah. You're paying, Arr. and you're just like, I can't take a vacation because all these lazy liberal slackers are yeah. suckling on the teat of the government. Sure. I don't want to pay for anything. Yeah. So just get a job, you know. So that's that's all Romney is. He's just riding yeah. that tidal wave. That's well, I mean, all. we didn't really want to talk about this. What, what we were talking about is the is the plight of the farmer and yeah. why this this guy, you know, why. Um, well, the plight of the farmer is ridiculous. Roger Peon, you know, probably was was so pissed because 
He, I mean, so he smokes a bowl. He's probably got a farm out in the middle of rural Montpelier, Vermont. He's got 200 acres Acre, of yeah, land. Yeah, and he's out there, and he's probably he's fires got them a, up, you know. He's got, like, a 17-square-foot patch. And he probably, it's not, he probably doesn't, like, buy from the Mexican drug lords. He probably, he probably grows, grows a, little a little corner, corner of it. A little yeah. corner there. And the yeah. cops were probably riding by on their bike one day, and they saw a little patch over there. And they were like, oh, we're going to go bust Roger over there. We're going <laughs> to Roger, you have a five hundred dollar fine for oh growing. Well, you had more than five pounds. Oh That's a seven thousand dollar fine. And he's like, "No, hell no, I'm gonna bust up your trucks. <laughs> you can't take me to jail. Yeah. I gotta milk. Who's gonna milk My, the cows tomorrow? Yeah, 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 yeah. But then again, uh, the the uh, corporate farms were probably. I mean, I'm not, this is now this is conjecture, but if you think it through, it's probably true. The big corporate farms that are moving in and taking over. I mean, in Wisconsin, there's like no family farms anymore, hardly. Well, it's the all farm that we went 2,500 was, was heads a family are up. farm. Yeah, okay, and that's that's because they stuck around because they make a lot of their money by showing people around. They have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have so these little... They, the point they is, there's probably a lot of these and farms out there, and, yeah. he was probably, and this guy was probably like, man, you know, my farming's been in my blood for six generations, and I hate to see it die. There was a movie called Farmer John or something. Yeah. Far, remember that? No. Um... Look it up sometime. It's a documentary about this guy whose whose farm was in the family for like five, six generations, and it just it he got really mad because it, they pretty much squeezed him out. And they said, "No, you 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 can't you can't even be a farmer anymore because you you can't pay your bills and everything." And he's like, "I I've been doing the exact same thing. I'm a good farmer, but it's just that these big machine farms, you know, that, yeah. that hire migrant workers from Mexico and pay him a dollar." They they can produce they and they use this corn that's like all mutant. They can produce way more than me and I and but I'm still a good farmer and I work hard. Nope, forget it. You're all old with the times. I'm sorry that I mean I know maybe I'm kind of old fashioned that way, but I I feel for this guy because that's probably what happened to him. There's probably these big farms around you know around him that when he was like oh I'm just trying to make it and, and then the cops come in and that probably just broke his straw and he's like I don't care about my tractor anymore. I'm gonna smash me some squad cars. <laughs> I saw this on Monster Trucks once. You can call me Tractorzilla. He was probably the most popular guy in jail. <laughs> Tell me how you did it again, <laughs> Farmer Joe. <laughs> well, first I smoked a bowl. <laughs> then I got in my tractor. Did about 12 into town. <laughs> I seen them cars just gleaming over there in the parking lot. I, I counted, I'm going to get me at least four of them. I counted four, five, six, and I realized that's the entire force. <laughs> They ain't even gonna be able to catch me. I'm gonna be back behind my barn before they even know. I'm gonna put new tires on my tractor, and they won't even know. My biggest mistake was getting too close close to that other county. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so wonderful. Yeah. Well, so that's the plight of the farmers. Oh, here. Okay. This is here's a picture of the of the girls. Oh, the girls from Russia. Yeah. I I guess I did have another article of them. There's that uh, explains it in a, in a lot more detail. Putin pushes mild punishment for punk rockers. That's a great headline, eh? Yeah. Putin yeah. pushes. Yeah, they're uh I don't know. Cute. Is it it's just the one unless that other girl who's in the uh, No, there were 3. There's 3 girls. Oh, but the pictures are only of one of the girls. Oh. Nadza Tazanakaskova. Nut. Talakanak. I can't even pronounce it. Hooliganism. Hooliganism. <laughs> Do you think that hooligan that, that and religious? Uh, what was the other thing that they charged? Hooliganism with? and. Well, it just says uh, hooliganism. Religious hatred, motivated by religious hatred. For performing a punk prayer at the cathedral against Vladimir Putin's presidency, I thought like this is going to show my. Um, Ignorance, but I thought Putin was democratically elected. I thought so too. Yeah, I think Russia is becoming very, very like. But I mean, this is not the time. This is like, not democratic. Well, they may not have like a First Amendment, Second Amendment, or Bill of Rights. They may have a constitution, but no Bill of Rights. Um. Oh, they. Yeah, they. Sure, they do. They have I, to. Well, it doesn't free speech apparently. Well, I read. I read an article about. Um, of course, it maybe it's like free speech, but like not with religion or something. Maybe they have state state mandated uh, ele- uh, uh, religion. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure. Th- I think there are some countries that are like this is the. Of- well, I mean, a lot of people in America are like Christianity is the official U- U.S. religion. Well, 
actually the I mean the whole reason for the for the rebellion part of it was um Tea Party the original Tea Party yes yeah. was was religious re- freedom yes yeah yes. I, I know that but I'm just saying that because if you practiced as a as a as a Jew or something over yeah. there they, no way that was like Whew. you had to do it you know yeah. But I mean, two hundred years later, we've got people in this country that are like, "No, Christianity." Let's go back to that. Well, of course, is the official it's that rubber band effect. Yes. And I don't think it was Judaism that they were trying to protect. I think that there were certain sects of Christianity that they wanted to practice in Italy and England and such. And they're like, "No, nope, we Roman are Catholics, Roman Catholics, or yeah. whatever." And they're like, "But I'm a Protestant. Burn him at the stake." Yeah. He's a oh, witch. seriously. He's a witch. Well, look at Ireland. Yeah. Look so, at what's going on over there. Yeah. So the Protestants and and those. The very minute sects of of Christianity came over here. They didn't have Jews. Where? Yeah, on the Mayflower. No, not on the Mayflower. Yeah. Well, you 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 you, you one of your um, examples was Judaism, practicing oh. Judaism. I think it was just like we want to be Protestants. No, I was talking maybe Let's in England. I thought we were going way back that far. Yeah, two hundred years ago. Well, in England, like when the Tea Party happened, like I'm sure. Well, whatever. What doesn't matter. There's there's actually a a a lot of Jewish people in in Mexico that 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 flee that flew fleed, (laughs) they fleed they flewed they flew flewn they flew (laughs) they They flew yeah they flew yeah but is that the same as fleed? Oh, they oh they fled they fled. There you go. Jeez, (laughs) got me confused. Yeah, they flew a plane. What what? <laughs> no, that they flew a sled. Oh, okay. They fled. They fled. Like, that's what Santa Claus does. He fled. That, uh, dude, I'm taking a ride in the fled. I'm fledding. Fledding it up. Um, they fled the persecution in uh, like Spain, uh, because when 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 you know uh, Roman Catholic Catholicism, Roman Catholic fervor, like sp- like spread through Spain. They were I don't know if they were burning them, but they I think they were chasing them out of town and feathering them or whatever. And they all flew down to Mexico. They fled to Mexico. And there's wow, a they should have let those feathers be put on them. And they could fly <laughs> and then they could have flown. Finesse. <laughs> fly with finesse. Just as long as they stay away from the sun. Icarus. Yes. Icarus dot. So then we got time for one more. Make oh, it a, come on. Make really? it a doozy. No way. Or two short ones. Okay. Uh, oh, here. Okay, this is a good one. This is well, maybe we should end with. Th- oh, I have two really good ones here. Okay, okay. These these are good ones. These will just sit in or something. I don't know. I'm going handheld. All right. <coughs> oh, do you want do you want one of them? Do you want to read? No, one? I want you to. Oh, okay. Um. So this is a brief lays, Associated Press in London. British firefighters said that they saved an apartment from destruction Monday after a domestically ch- uh, after its domestically challenged resident. Tried to dry his wet socks and underwear in a microwave oven. Start, wait, what? So apparently, I got, the, I got the last part. What was the first part? Well, oh. British firefighters said that they saved an apartment from destruction. Okay. So they they rescued the man from his home and extinguished the kitchen blaze. Gotcha. The fire destroyed the appliance along with the two pairs of underwear uh, uh, and socks inside of it. It caused smoke damage. Um, so the fire safety message here is: never put clothing of any kind in the microwave or an oven to attempt to dry them. Have you ever microwaved your socks? No, I have not. Uh, ne- neither have I. No, but apparently it is a very bad idea. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think... I wouldn't think... I mean... He probably put them in for too long. Yeah. I mean, clear, <laughs> clearly, right? There's a sock setting on the on the microwave. Yeah, yeah, it's dry socks. Two socks or three socks? <laughs> <laughs> Wool or cotton? Oh, out underwear. Defrost underwear. Uh, yeah, no. Some I mean, ladies that could use I that. could, I could see doing it, but I mean, if you're in a hurry. Yeah. Oh my God, I, these are my favorite socks. <laughs> these I are my get only socks. They're my work socks. You if better get into work on time, or you're gonna. It's that's the fifth one this month. You're and gonna I, be and fired. And you better be wearing those blue socks I like so much tomorrow. Yes, yeah, oh uniform my gosh, day. My blue socks are so wet. I better <laughs> microwave them. How can we leave for work? I started a fire in my microwave trying to dry my socks. I was just trying to impress you. But I mean, if you think about it, what I'm gonna need some new blue socks. What what's a really what's a really good conductor of heat? Water. Water, right? Yeah. So I mean, I got to imagine that there's a very quick dry out period. I mean, it's probably a slow ramp up time, but once you ramp up to the right temperature where that water is conducting all that heat, it's probably a really quick. Well, turnaround. it turns to vapor. It turns to vapor. It's dry, but then that sock is probably so hot from the hot water that vaporized. I mean, it's probably like it probably goes. No, I don't think it went. To, I don't think it started on fire. I think it's smoke damage. I think it was just like oh, smoking, so? and I think the microwave started like 
if you put like nothing in the microwave, it'll it'll like bake itself too. So he probably threw it in there for like he probably thought, okay, it's like a dryer. I'll put it in for. <laughs> I'll put it in for dryer. twenty minutes. I'll put it in for an hour. Whatever. Oh Who God, knows? No you know? way. Who knows? He said it was domestically challenged or something. I mean, Maybe I, it was developmentally oh, challenged. Oh, I put in um, dish rags into the because the, they get oh that, to kill that, to kill the bacteria. It gets like stinky yeah, or whatever, yep. and, and so you get it wet and you throw it in there. But you throw it in there for. And it also helps to clean the microwave on the inside. Oh, does it? Yeah, if you does take it? a wet sponge and put it in there for a couple, like a minute, oh. then it like the whole inside of the microwave like bakes the moisture. And all that hard baked down food that has popped when it mm-hmm. when it cooked, you can just wipe it right off with a, with a wet rag. So whenever I've done that with a wash rag, I, I only do it for like 20, 25 seconds. And even then, you pull it out, and it's steaming, yeah. and it's too hot to touch and everything. So, yeah, you put the... Uh, Socks in there for 20 minutes. Like a, like a wet sock, maybe, or a damp sock for 20 minutes? Forget about it. Yeah, yeah, that thing's going to be Forget smoldering. About it. Forget so there you go. About it. No metal and no wet socks in the microwave. And no eggs, unless they're cracked open. When I've I was never tried that. Have you tried that? No. When I was a kid, though, um, I'm surprised this didn't end in disaster. And they explode. I, I took a can of Campbell's soup, <gasps> and I put it. I, I I took the label off, and I put the can in the microwave. Why did you take the label off? I don't know. I was like, for some reason, I was like, oh, I don't want the paper to start on fire. So I took the label off of the can of Campbell's soup, and I didn't open it either. I just put the can, sealed can, into the microwave. And, you know, the directions on it say, like, heat for five minutes or whatever. And I, boop, 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 five minutes, start. And I kind of watched it. And I don't know what, cl- uh, like, I never knew that putting metal into the microwave was bad. Nobody ever taught me that lesson. Um, so I didn't know that. But something clicked in me. And I was like, this isn't right. Like something bad is going to happen, and I stopped it, and I took the can out, and nothing bad happened. But it was years later I found that yeah, if you'd let that in there, I mean, you probably would have blown that microwave yeah. up, and you could have gotten hurt. Yeah, it would have been shrapnel and oh hot Lord. soup all over the place. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just you know I was like ten years old, and I was like I want some soup, so I put the soup in there without. Oh, but I, I'm not going to burn the paper. <laughs> well, I was like, well, Mom, I didn't burn the paper, at least. I thought it I blew up the microwave. I've got a big chunk of metal stuck in my forehead, and I've got burns all over my face from soup. But, but I didn't burn the paper. <laughs> burn the paper. I thought that I was going to save some time, because, you know, the directions are like, open it, put it in two bowls, and switch the bowls around and do all this yeah. hokey-pokey stuff. And I was like, no, if I just put this can in there, it'll probably take half the amount of time to cook. <laughs> You were trying to cut corners, <laughs> right on. Yeah, but I mean, of course, you've put a CD in the microwave. No, you? you've never. No, and oh, oh uh, and it cracks, right? It doesn't crack, but the the foil piece of it, it, it does like an electrical spark, like lightning. Yeah. And then, uh, then it it looks cracked. It looks cracked. Yeah, yeah. it's not really cracked. It's kind of neat to do. It's a fun thing. To do. No, I've done marshmallows, but I, I've heard eggs. Like if you put a whole egg in, it'll explode. It'll explode. Yeah, and um, I went to a soap carving party one time. Hmm. And uh, we took all the little shreds of soap and put them in a bowl. Did your boyfriend enjoy that in ex- uh, endeavor? Um, <laughs> yes, we were soap very carving. S- it was very sensual. Nice. It smelled very sweet, like a sock drawer. <laughs> uh, what about no, soap? You, 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 we took all the little shreds, the sh- carving bits and pieces, and put them in a bowl. Oh. Stick that in the microwave, and it like <laughs> it turns into like a volcano. It like oh. for some reason soap, like when it's in little shreds, like really explodes and really kinda like a marshmallow yeah i would almost make the assumption that you could take all of those shreds put them in the microwave for 20 30 seconds and basically make, make another bar make of soap. another yeah. bar of soap right could that be you're telling me you i don't know do how it i don't remember what happened after that but i just remember like because there was a lot of people there and it was kind of like oh we're doing the soap thing and they, they have this soap carving oh, okay. party every year and uh they, they they it was a big deal like that was one of the mm-hmm. highlights of the night was okay we're oh, doing the soap the thing. soap thing yes that's it reminded me of like the uh Oh, and t- today on, on uh, the craft portion of the show, we're gonna oh, we're doing the soap. Are we ready? Are this we ready? week we're going to do the soap thing. I'm so excited. I've been saving up all of my soap shavings for the last year. Are, are we re- Is the microwave uh, uh, No. Uh, oh, do we have a good we, viewing? We, no, um, I think. Do we, oh, we have to draw for, for positions. We have to draw for positions. We're looking for a fuse. Can we get a fuse in the microwave? I've uh, I got your fuse right here. An entire year. I, uh, show, uh, oh, I, we're not doing the thing. I'm told we're not doing the thing. Safety concerns, ma'am. I'm sorry. We're going to have to shut you down. Come down to the station. We, Is that marijuana in your pocket? We, no. Get on, get on the trunk of the car. I have to go. 
Um, yeah. Okay. There's the marshmallow thing where you, you stick the, mar- the marshmallow in there. Now, I I have been told that you can let it grow to the size of the inside of the microwave. No, 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 no. no it'll get no, no. it'll get maybe six times bigger than it could, and then it'll like collapse on itself. Okay. I think I've only ever gotten it like three or four times bigger than itself before. I was like, oh, it's gonna explode and make a mess. No, it doesn't. It just it just gets big and then. Boom. But if you cook and actually, if you do them for the right amount of time, you can. They're really good to eat. Oh, they're, sure. they're, it turns into like taffy or something. Yeah. But if you cook it too long, it like it'll blacken, it's, it'll it's burn, or it'll get really hard. Sure, sure. So, yeah, yeah marshmallow is an interesting substance, actually. <laughs> uh, it comes from horse hooves. Oh, is it gelatin? Sure. It's gluten or gelatin? Gelatin, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Gel, gelatin. We were at keratin. the state fi- fair, and they were talking about like, what can you do with <laughs> all of these wonderful things? And like, one of them was hooves, and like. Oh, wax crayons, right? Like yeah, jello, I remember that one. Marshmallows yeah. and this, and maybe crayons. That was where you'd stick there. your hand in that box, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, awesome. I, there was a kid. There was there was one where they had a hole underneath or something. Yeah, and there was this kid, and um, he he was like, what What do you do here? You know, he's a little kid. He was like, I don't know, four or five. Mm-hmm. He stuck his hand, and I like reached my hand, and there, and I like grabbed his hand, and he just was like, Oh my god. <laughs> Awesome. I probably shouldn't do that, but you know, it was. He's I traumatized. Had, he is I don't want to go. Oh my god, I'm gonna stick my hand in the box. Yeah. All um, right, and the this is the all right. Ready? Grand this finale. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's here's the. Uh, this is another one out of Madison, and it's another police one. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Darn police. Um, those those crazy police. Well, here's the headline: <clears throat> Police, Madison. No, wait. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting nervous. I'm, you're looking. Stop <coughs> looking at me. Reload. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, third time, and you're cut off. Man used hatchet, comma, banjo to threaten bartender. Man used hatchet, banjo to threaten bartender. A drunken 20-year-old man swung his banjo at a bartender and threatened him with a hatchet after getting into an argument about throwing ident- showing identification at the Willie Street Pub and Grill. Oh, jeez. Get out of here. Something bad happened at the Willie Street Bar and Grill? He threatened the barkeep and swung his banjo at him, hitting him in the leg. And then... You know why he missed the the body? Is because he tripped on the ground, which is unlevel, as he was swinging his banjo in. Oh, at the at the at the Willie Street Pub. You've been there before? I I've been there once or twice. Oh my! Oh yeah, I played darts over there. Yeah, that place. Yeah. There's like a. I'm surprised the city hasn't shut that place down. Well, apparently they. This would probably be another reason for him. (laughs) Anyhow, continue. The bartender took uh, Stoltzfus. His name is Stoltzfus. Oh, oh, Stoltzfus. And his banjo. I love that guy. That's a kid's book, isn't it? Stoltzfus and his his <laughs> what would he and his hatchet banjo. His hatchet and Andre Andre Stoltzfus. Yeah. yeah. Um, the bartender He's a vigilante. Took <laughs> he plays banjo and stops and hatchet. crime with his hatchet. <laughs> he plays banjo with his hatchet. Yeah, he's a he's a hack. He's a real hack. He's a real hack. Um, the bartender took Stoltzfus uh, by the arm and led him outside. At, th- at that point, Stoltzfus took a hatchet out of his backpack that sent the bartender back inside yeah. very quickly, and the police said he locked the door and called 911. Police found Stoltzfus, who has no permanent address. Oh, another? Yeah, he's oh. a vigilante. Vi- homeless vigilante. <laughs> Walking his dog nearby, his banjo and his pack was slung on his back. Of course. Wow, that's, that's, that's the way to be, right? Walking down the street with your dog. And your banjo. Banjo slung on your your Hatchet on tucked your... neatly away in your... Heck, yeah. In your pack. You're just waiting for a crime to be committed or somebody to try to kick you out of a bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's Stoltzfus. Stoltz. <laughs> oh, ma'am, don't worry. Who I've done this you? before. I'm Stoltzfus. Stoltzfus. <laughs> Big S. Have you seen my friend? Well, who's the other guy? Uh, the Strange. The Strange. Have you seen We're Strange? We're Stranger hitting the town tonight. We're going <laughs> to... Who's the sidekick? Uh, well, Strange is, of course. Yeah, Stoltzfus with a, hand, a banjo. A hanjo. <laughs> I mean, strange. He that's, o- a, that's a that's a cross between a hatchet and a banjo. Strange only had the uh, throwing, Star- throwing stars. stars. Yeah, yeah. And Stoltzfus has got he's got a whole hatchet. <laughs> he's got a hatchet and a banjo and a banjo. He's oh, banjo man. Good grief, banjo man, a, hatchet man. That could be an awesome um, <laughs> superhero. Well, that could be an awesome uh, or villain. No, I'm thinking of like a movie, like a drive-in movie. 
I'm just thinking of like really grainy footage, and you got Stoltzafus with his banjo and his hatchet. And he, he like he Neatly travels around away. the country, and he like plays, he plays local banjo. bars, and he's like playing. But when when the when shit gets bad, when it gets real, Stoltzafus yeah. comes out with his with his, his hatchet, hatchet, and Strange he comes out because Strange hangs out. He's like the stage manager. And he's like his roadie. Yeah, he yeah. comes out with the throwing stars. He's like Stoltzafus. And they have an old VW bus to the right, <laughs> and the dog. Yeah, yeah dog wears a cape. And look, through this is the movie that happens. I mean, that's how the movie opens. It sets up that whole thing, and then like some drug cartel comes into town, and they're killing people. No, no, for no, some no, no. Random reason. There's some there's some teenagers drawing whales in a parking lot. No, those and those. St- <laughs> no, Stoltzfus would. What are you doing here? Stoltzfus would be looking out for them. I, I, it's better than that. It's corrupt cops. Oh. In a city that are like, oh, you kids, you stop drawing. You, you, I'm citing you with it. Come with me. Stoltzfus comes in with his with his tractor. <laughs> no, squad <laughs> cars. Okay. Uh, I'll show you. <laughs> but Stolt- wielding his hatchet out the window. <laughs> so eventually, the VW throughout the movie. I mean, this all this stuff happens. The VW bus is blown up, so he doesn't have the VW bus anymore. Strange is killed in a sad twist of fate. Oh yeah, and then, and then, and then at uh, the end of the movie, it's basically like Stoltzfus. He he corrects everything. He takes care of the problem. No, 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 no. Wait, oh. wait. So uh, that was good. Where you had it up to uh, Strange gets killed yep. in, a, in a battle in, a, in an epic battle between yep. the you know corn police. growers and and sorghum growers or something. And there's a and um so he and he loses the bus. The bus blows up yep, in, in a fiery going. explosion. And so now Stoltzfus is like. Slings his banjo over his back, and it's all like sad music, melancholy. It's gonna be, oh, what's he gonna do now? Like but walking into the sunset, like with, Bill Bixby with the dog, with the dog. Yep. And then here comes the tractor, and then his new sidekick is John Prime or whatever the tractor. <laughs> the fun. And then they they start over. Who are you? Oh, I'm vigilante tractor guy, and we're gonna go and keep keep the fight. yes, the fight continues. That's the that's the next movie. Oh, that's the lead into the to Stoltzfus two. <laughs> There you go, everybody. We got this thing nailed. <laughs> I think we could make this movie for about sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. <laughs> well, you got an HD camera. I got nothing uh, but time and and uh, accents. We just need somebody to to drive a tractor yeah. past us once. We need a banjo and a hatchet. Yeah, yeah. And a couple yeah. of throwing stars. Well, you still got those magazines? No, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. But oh. uh, we could probably rig something up we with did, aluminum we get foil. tin foil and stuff. Yeah, yeah right absolutely. Now. Uh, the banjo, that'll be the tricky part. Maybe we can find that at a, at a thrift shop somewhere. We can probably make one out of a Kellogg's box. <laughs> sure. And a drumstick. <laughs> All right, hey, Stoltzfus, you, go. you got a pretty mouth. Look for the TFI cast productions, Stoltzfus. <laughs> banjo machete vigilante. Banji- banjo hatchet. <laughs> Hanget. Batchet. Coming to a drive-in near you. Or a YouTube near you. We should start a YouTube channel. Uh, based on the adventures of Stoltzfus yeah, and Strange. No, no, it's, yeah, right. Sure. Fun times. It'll be awesome. Yeah. No beer involved, though. And then 10 years from now, they're like, where'd you get the idea from this? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's just two wacky guys in the state journal. <laughs> Stoltzfus and, yeah. Stoltzfus Strange. and Strange. And this farmer guy who ran over some cars. That's right. See, that's the beauty of it, isn't it? It's all fundamentally interconnected. It all Somehow, comes together. you know what? I, 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 I this is just a, uh, a crazy thought, but you, uh, I, I am predicting Nostr- Nostradamicon here. I'm reading in my brain my my Nostradamus moment here. My Nostradamus. You will at least one of these articles. You will there will some like another uh, 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 something else will come out about it and you'll hear about it and, like it'll pop up in the news somewhere like and and you'll be like oh Stoltzfus I heard about him I know that guy I know that guy <laughs> guy owes me money yeah I made a movie about that guy in my mind <laughs> I saw it I was the only one but it was a great movie <laughs> I wish more people could see it it's fantastic it's a good movie scene when they're walking into the sunset brilliant and the music was was oh wonderful. Oh my gosh, that's the amazing! Cinematography Philip Glass amazing. did a great job on that. All right, everybody. Well, I think that that about does it for us. That was fun. Well done. That was a lot of fun. Yes, we uh, we kind of went out of a couple. Did we fundamentally reconnect all of that? We did. We did at the end. Mm-hmm. All those articles, we just tied them all together. Maybe that's maybe that's the new genre. Maybe that's what it is. Here is to um, take all those ideas and wrap them into a n- nice little package. Well, as Strange would say, don't piss on your stolts of this. Don't, don't. 
Don't no, don't get caught pissing don't on your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's $177. <laughs>